All right, mic check one, two, one, two. This is Akra We Did a podcast. Yeah. Come from a beautiful place, man. With all sorts of different types of people, you know. Just think I'll take some time to say hi to you guys. Check. Mama will be ballish. Mama bro be bubuashi. Me my lata be a koshi. Sakuma no if I no kai you. What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, yo, you do this song for me, yo. You do everything, yo. Charlie. If you want to be paid, we don't know you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we are not using it for any advert or those things. We are just, it's a podcast. We are not getting any money from it. We find sitting in the studio, you know, he's waiting for, you know, his end of the month, you know, the contract and everything. <laughs> but, you know, we are here. It's late. Accra, what's up? What's up? Like, this weekend has been a very, you know, Activity filled weekend or yeah. activity fight weekend, whichever the English is, it be a crowd with day. In the stadium. In the stadium. You are saying freak beats. Freak beats, beats it's freaks. beat freaks, not freak beats. <laughs> I know. Are you sure? Beat freaks, my friend. No, say it again. Beat freaks, and okay. they did a freak out wait, live. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They did a freak out live at Alliance yesterday. Head was really parked. I couldn't go myself because I don't know. I somehow ended up at Silver, but I was watching Deadpool, which was really cool. So all the guys who haven't seen it, like if you like a very like if you like comedy and comics, you don't even need to like comics to appreciate Deadpool. It's really good. And then I I later on went to um, the Big Freaks, the after party at Plus Seven. It was it was parked. It was parked. Different DJs were playing at this one. Yeah, the that music was really good. It was mostly house and house. Uh, when I show. went in, they were playing a Dr. Dre song. <laughs> Dr. Dre is no house. Oh, okay. And um, today, I mean, if you are on our Snapchat, you've seen it. We oh, went to the yeah. stadium. We <laughs> went to support uh, the local <laughs> league. And then we supported the Accra team. I mean, that's our priority. <laughs> and lucky for us, House of Oak won. I bought a house jersey. Which I'm really gonna wear, even though I'm a Kotoko fan, but it be a crowd with it. So, I mean, like, the sushi football that they said they are introducing <laughs> is really working. Like, the game was very interesting. It was very interesting. Last and definitely they are playing better than last season. And there were a lot of people at the stadium. There was a lot of cast. We didn't expect it to be, like, packed. At least, they sold at least 60% of the stadium. Yeah, it was, it was really, really good. Compared to the pictures that I've seen yeah. on, on uh, Twitter and so on, like, there well, were a lot of people. I don't know if it's because it's the first league match, but the tickets were five CDs, which I know it's going to remain five CDs for a long while, which is really good. Like, guys, it's something to do. We are going to post the time, the league timetable tomorrow, so you see all the matches that in Accra. And with Accra, there are only, like, three stadiums you can see because there are four clubs from Accra. Um, it's Dreams FC, um, Liberty Professionals, Hearts of Folk, and... Um, Dreams? No, Dreams is in Deu. There are stadiums at Deu. And there's this this other one. I've forgotten. But excuse me. They, Inter-Allies. Their stadium is at Tema. So if you are in Tema, you can look for the Inter-Allies schedule and then you go to the Tema Stadium, which is in Committee 1. Um, not far from you. Yeah, not far from me at all. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. And then um, there's a stadium which everybody loves. There's just five cities to get in. Like, we should support the local stuff if we want to build it. We shouldn't be on Twitter complaining about it. Like, fine, we see the infrastructure is not good. Spend but some money on them. Spend some money on them so we can get something going on. 
Anyways, Accra, what's up? This is season two, episode what? Five or six? Six. Hey, it's late. We are here, we are here. The consistency has been late. Has been late. Now, <clears throat> I'm very honored to have a special lady here. She's, she's not even fully Ghanaian, but she's put on for Ghanaian education sector, culture, pop culture, blogging culture. She's put on like for Ghana, like so good. I, I don't have the words to say. Please, can you introduce yourself? Sure, sure. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm the one who is super proud to be on Accra with Day. Um, so my name is Kaisa Holbergedu, um, and I think people uh, might know me for uh, being part of Blogging Ghana, an organization for social media enthusiasts, or they might know me for being a lecturer at Ashesi University, um, or they might know me for maybe my own blog, which is kaisaha.com. Because you know you guys share the same surname. It's <laughs> uh, true. This is true. So we might be really happy. just maybe welcome to the podcast. We're really excited to have you here. Well, how long ago was it? Three weeks. It's three, three weeks, weeks ago, and we've been playing hide and seek with it. <laughs> we we actually well we you know once we we started talking on social media we you know stalked you a little and. We've had the opportunity. Oh, you stalked me. Yeah, I we stalked you. We stalked like, you. Who's behind this podcast? <laughs> who's putting out this weekly? I mean, who is we, doing it and, and flying under the radar? So we, I think there's a discussion happening. We on know. Who we, are they? We know the people that you know when they see us. You know, like oh, you've been seen, and like blogging Ghana being a whole community that's got to do more with like internet, like blogging. I don't want to put a career like into a blogging, a blogging box. I mean, blogging is wide and everything, but I don't want to put it into a blogging box because there's like a, a lot of stuff that we would offer that the other bloggers won't exactly. be able to offer. So but that's why we even discussed um, at the Blogging Ghana meeting yeah. if podcasting is the new blogging. Right. This is the new opportunity. Yeah. This is the next step of yeah. technology. Yeah. So um, we're, we were looking at we are looking at the people who, when they look at us, would know that this and that and. And you looked at us and you invited us to talk at one of the Blogging Ghana events, which was really good. We loved being every part of it. And it actually motivated us to continue going ahead because when we saw the people were talking talking to us and engaging with us, we realized this is more than us entertaining our friends Mm -hmm. or trying to show people like, oh, this is the way and this and that. I think that was a really good evening. I mean, of course, it was nice to kind of see the people behind the the podcast, behind the voices that you hear every week. But it was also um, good to um, uh, kind of brainstorm the space and bringing it together with the Hygtivist podcast, which is the Humanists uh, in Ghana, mm-hmm. who have more of an activist, podcast. although you guys were more activists than I thought, also because <laughs> you have like a mission. You want to put a crown on the map. You want to that's, make it more. Fun. That's that's the mission. Like yeah. the thing is, um, Accra and arts. That's what we want to sell because where we are coming from, you know, like when you're growing up, your parents want you to be a banker. They want you to be this. They want you tell you. It's like a taboo to tell your parents that oh. I want to be an illustrator. I want to be an. I want to be a photographer. I want to be an artist. 
I thought you know, no, that's not it. Go look for a blue collar job. Was it a white collar job? Yeah, white collar white job. White collar job. <laughs> go look for a white collar job. Any, any like, job with a collar. <laughs> so, you know, and then that's what we try to celebrate. Anybody who, it's in, who is into, who is fighting this type of battle, inspiring other people. That's what we try to celebrate. But we make sure we have our geographical boundaries. Like, it's in Accra, mm-hmm. for Accra. Because, yeah. believe it or not, Accra is like a capital of... I mean, that's obvious. But then it's the center of everything in Ghana when it comes to dealing with the rest of the world. Definitely. But sometimes I think that's a problem, too, because then you also have everything in Accra. Um, it's actually dealing with all of Ghana. Like, you have all the headquarters, you have all the um, the media outlets, although maybe they are based mm-hmm. in Accra. They, they are uh, reporting on the whole nation. And then you yeah. sometimes forget to look in your own backyard and yeah. see what is going on there, right? Yeah. yeah so I think you've done a good job there. Yeah. Diversity in the story because then it always tends to just mimic, okay, this is what's happening in a crowd, but it's always said as Ghana. Um, sometimes we have alerts and things that give us information on, you know, news pieces that have been published with a crowd in it. <coughs> and sometimes we'll get some things that are not specifically a crowd, but the meeting or the conference that's being reported was located in a crowd. And so then it's like, people and personalities based in a crowd that are attending mm-hmm. and so on, sometimes even the topics, but then it will be titled for Ghana. I also think that this space is also kind of uh, critiquing and discussing like when you talked initially about the weekend then you kind of talk about how it was too, Mm -hmm. which is um, I don't really see that in so many spaces, maybe outside of blogs Mm -hmm. uh, where you kind of afterwards report on how it was and maybe trends that you see and um, when you um, mentioned that the, there's a new Oxford Street coming up in East Legon, which is Lagos Avenue, which is mm-hmm. cool. Um, I think um, when Puerta was here, she was talking about that we don't critique so much yeah. Yeah. here. And this is also a space for that. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you find some um, journalists um, go to an event or something that happened, they already have a pre-written story about what happened. Yeah. And then they like plug in a few things. Just a summary, that's yeah, all. Yeah, but it's never like an authentic experience of, um, and that's what Akari started as, right? So started yeah, the writing, the experience. experience was, kind of mindset. So I wanted to share my experience with my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, the way we went to the stadium today to watch the match, like, we wanted, to, like, something like that, we share it. Yeah. We'll make sure it's, like, visually good so when you're reading it, like, you can envision everything that you're reading. So and I guess you that's love like, a yeah. well. Uh, but I guess that is also different from journalism. Maybe a journalist mm-hmm. is not supposed to do that. They're supposed mm-hmm. to mention the main names, not mm-hmm. the names they liked or something. Yeah. Right. So, um, but I think for a podcast, it's, um, it makes you want to come back and listen more because then exactly. you can build your uh, exactly. view of who is Joey, what does he like, I like the same things maybe, mm-hmm. or Pugo uh, always says this mm-hmm. about um, what is fresh in fashion or something. So you want to listen to uh, what you come up with. And I guess that's kind of, that, that is new media yeah. to hear like a person's experience. Mm-hmm. And actually that's um, the beauty of blogging, the independence you say what you want to say, unrestricted. And you hit publish. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. If there's any responsibility, you take it for yourself. Because, you know, like, <clears throat> the other news agencies, like, everybody's got a target. Like, oh, you, you, can, you should just report sports only. So you know you're in the sports department. You see something that's proper newsworthy. You're not even going to bother mm-hmm. because you know that's where you are. 
But when you are kind of blogging, you are everything. Exactly. From the business analyst to um, the um, blog maker. Like, you should know everything. And so I you think from experience, also people like the crazy mix. Mm -hmm. um, they don't want you to be only a sports commentator. Yeah, that's the thing. They want you to be a sports commentator sometimes and then talk be, about relationships. Be a human. Exactly. Be a human. Exactly. That's yeah. what's fun to follow. Yeah, be a human. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, sometimes like when you are, you're saying something, somebody can actually judge you like, okay, so this is not, this account or whatever is not a robot. Yep. They actually think about these things and then they talk and... People like stuff they can relate to. Exactly. So if you, if you don't relate to the topic and you relate to the person from one way, it makes sense because blogging Ghana, anybody in Ghana blogging should be able to relate to you guys. Yes. That's what blogging Ghana starts for. So that's where Accra Day comes in. Everything Accra, it relates to us. That's our problem. It's our business. Yeah. We should make it good, yeah. all of yeah. us. Yeah. So talking about like the blogging Ghana network, so was it more of a... You saw, so like, how did how the blogging Ghana like start out? Is it more because more you saw the blogging uh, blogosphere <laughs> <laughs> growing, or is it something that you wanted to see grow? Yeah, I, I think you guys sent me a question like, uh, if there was a need for a blogging community, and and I laughed when I saw the question because mm -hmm. we started out as a group of friends. Like, I was new in the country. I'm originally from Sweden. Uh, in the cold north. Uh, <laughs> and I found it difficult to make friends in Ghana. I'd been here for a couple of months and um, I was reading a lot of blogs. I was blogging myself. Um, and I thought, why not sit down together with the people who also blog? Because I know them from online, right? But let's take that off offline. And I was inspired by um, a meetup I had been invited to in Paris when I lived in Paris the year before, um, where a blogger invited um, her readers, basically. Uh, for a meeting. Um, so we started meeting every month in different places in Accra to kind of experience the city, get to know each other, um, and it was uh, a beautiful network. I think um, several of the initial members are still close friends of mine, so that worked out great. And it was only uh, much, much later, so we started in 2008. Um, in 2011, we had grown. Uh, it became very difficult to kind of hear what people were saying because we were gathering around a ca cafe table somewhere and mm -hmm. it's like you can't hear what the person at the other end of the table is saying maybe we're meeting groups of 25 30 and we said okay we also want to do things we want to be able to maybe organize a conference um do something more and that's when we uh registered and i i actually don't think there has really been a need for a blogging group maybe uh until now because the the space has grown maybe organically, but still slowly, and the way um, people might make a living from blogging in other places. Um, it's very new here. We have only a few professional uh, bloggers, right? Um, you have um, um, now from our members, uh, now you um, is blogging professionally, and uh, Jimmy Abdullahi mm -hmm. At circumspect, mm -hmm. um, of course, you have the He's celebrity the blogger um, Amiya Debra, who's been there for a long time, and I think probably is making a good living uh, out of blogging. If I read the stylist blogger, but there are not so many, right? right? So this is just now becoming a thing, and I think um, maybe one of the outcomes also that I didn't really see from the beginning is that through our programs we've been able to train people who later have taken up jobs as social media managers for mm -hmm. different organizations. 
Um, so I think most media organizations have a social media manager, have somebody who's a member of Blogging Ghana, mm -hmm. um, the U.S. Embassy, places mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, that's uh, cool. They, they come out of us, so I think that's, that's great. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I would yeah. like to train many more. Yeah, so you'd like to make it, a, make it an arm of Blogging Ghana to actually... Train in. Well, I, I, think, I think there's um, um, a gain in talking to each other and learning from each other yeah. and um, just sharing skills and uh, skill sets. And then when we do our projects, like we've done um, an election project mm -hmm. in 2012, uh, Ghana decides, which we are planning to repeat this mm -hmm. year being election year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> and your birthday. Yeah, yeah, it's on your birthday. birthday yeah. Oh wow! Okay, well, happy birthday! In the <laughs> we will not think about you on that day. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think through those projects, we have then trained people who are then in a position to say they can put something on their CV saying I manage this mm -hmm. YouTube channel with this many followers, etc. Right? So that's that's good. I don't know if we want to be kind of a training institute. I, I maybe in the future. Well, I shouldn't say no, but um, maybe it's not really. We're not there yet. Okay. Are you done? I'm going to keep going. Let's all keep going. So, um, when you started out, was it mostly, um, would you have Ghanaian bloggers as well, or was it more of a closer group of people that you were already? No, no. So, it's, um, I only knew one person um, before we, we kind of met initially, mm -hmm. um, and she, um, yeah, a Ghanaian blogger. Um, and then the people we added. Um, I mean, it was bloggers that I read, mm -hmm. but we didn't know each other. So a very different group. Like somebody was a um, uh, web developer, somebody was a lawyer, somebody was uh, um, working with the um, Ghana Education Service. I mean, it was very uh, disparate. I think just a few expats. We've always been many more um, Ghanaian okay. bloggers. And I think it's, I mean, it's also interesting when you look at the membership and what types of blogs are there. Mm -hmm. um, I think in Ghana we are very um, text heavy. Uh, it's okay. a lot of poetry, a lot of literature, mm -hmm. um, um, and maybe less of what you would see, for instance, in Sweden. Since I have a leg there too, I kind of read blogs out of Sweden, and they are much more like fashion lifestyle. Mm -hmm. um, look what I baked today. <laughs> right? <laughs> and Ghana doesn't have so much of that yet. Yeah. But I, I definitely think that is coming as well. I mean, we we want to. Um, pick up life, lifestyle tips from people just as we're saying you want to get somebody's experience of, exactly yeah. uh, what life is like yeah but then I mean there are also like challenges like I was going to upload a blog post before coming here and like the internet was going on and off and on and off Yo. the year before <laughs> Yo. was I mean it's really not it's, easy it's to be a blogger it's not easy at all it's really not easy <laughs> environment right it's so. not easy and the crazy thing we had um, last week we had Swaykid from Kulad.wordpress he was here and then he was talking about, you know, being a writer, a blogger, you write, and then someone can just lift your article and just throw it on their website. And because they have a lot of traffic than you, mm -hmm. nobody sees what you're doing. Like, mm -hmm. people say, like, that's one of the challenges. Like, what you are just saying right now, you go through all this doom so ECG, bad internet and everything, <laughs> and only for you to put it out there. Episode. And someone will take it without your permission. Yeah, no, Not even credit you. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But then again, I think it's good to be an organization so you can kind of deal with yeah. it together. Yeah. Um, and it's then good to have people behind you. You can say, we saw it here first and this is not fair. On the other hand, I don't know. I, I uh, We had, um, uh, what's this guy's name? Um, he's an Instagrammer who draws. Um, right. Right. Uh, no. Right. Um, 
um, he draws fashion pictures. Papa Pong. Yes, yes, he came to visit us. And he got this question because he has been copied a lot. Like, mm-hmm. people just steal his stuff and put it anywhere. And he was like, I don't, I don't worry about it, he said. I don't worry about it at all because I've moved on. I'm doing something newer and yeah. fresher. And if they want to put it without my name, well, it's not right. But I don't dwell on it. And I thought his attitude was excellent. Yeah, that's the thing about when you're very innovative. Initially, you've been scared about people taking your work. But then the more and more you realize you have more ideas and you are making more work. Anybody says you're like, all right, cool, that's you. Like, you're copying yeah, me. Yeah. That's you. I'll switch up and you'll see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, I used to be bothered about those things, but then it got to a point. You see, you are doing this thing. You post this thing. You actually sit down. You engineer how you post this and everything. And then you mm-hmm. see somebody's doing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel some type of way, but you can't call the person out. But but it's also so similar to um, kind of the gains of new media, which is sharing. I mean, that's if you just share yeah. your work and give attribution. That's the thing. They don't great. even share it. So sometimes you just need to educate people. Like, <coughs> yeah. that's cool and all that you saw my thing and you thought it was good. Please add <coughs> a link to my site. But I add my I handle. Think, right? I think a lot of people know this. Yeah. Yeah. Because even when it comes, when we are sharing news, our news is from Google Alerts. Mm. And it's got everything to do with Accra. So... Ours is just sharing the link. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you click on the link, it takes you to the direct source. Exactly. So you just get a headline, mm-hmm. oh, um, Blogging Ghana is doing this today. Mm-hmm. And then there's a link there. You follow the link straight to, so the traffic comes to you. Mm-hmm. We are just being like middlemen, exactly. putting it out there. But people just take the whole thing. They copy and then they paste but it. But I think it just like reflects badly on them. Because yeah. if mm-hmm. you know you're going someplace and you only get copied stuff, that's it's, not what you want to I do. I think you, it's more, I think artists have a lot more to lose with that than maybe say writers. I think with writers, because writing is not like a one-time, exactly. one-time activity, usually after a while you'll just move on to another topic. Mm-hmm. I think people who are actually maybe creating paintings or sketches or something that takes a very long time to produce one and with if you put up a picture that took you a few hours to do and then a company picks it Mm -hmm. and uses it for an ad that is money lost because they could have paid you to make that um to make the ad for them and so on so i think with artists they really have that problem and if you go on tumblr you see that a lot so a lot of artists like tumblr because of the picture um it mostly pictures. So it is a problem. It is a problem. And yeah. I think it's one of the things we're um, trying to do in Blogging Ghana is like we we'll vet your page before we make you a member. And if you it's only important. copy from other places, that's not ethical. You're not to become a member. I mean, we want you to create content. And mm-hmm. that's also the fun part. I, I don't know. Uh, I guess people try to just pull material from other places, sell ads and hope yeah. to make it. But I don't know. Most of us, we don't. We, you can see that shining through. That is not, <laughs> you know, it's it's not curated well. It's yeah. not. Um, you would like to know who's behind a nice yeah. sketch, like if you yeah. see it, right? And you do that a lot. Like when you see somebody doing something great mm-hmm. that's around you, you make sure you get to know that person. We <clears throat> we do that a lot too. But then, like it's more like me. I I I can stay like <laughs> the whole night <laughs> looking up stuff. That crap, or then I'll just go like, oh, look, this guy does some really good thing. Like, <laughs> you want to check him out? Mm-hmm. And then she would, and then she relate to me, and then you relate to the other guys. And then everybody's like, oh, this is really cool. Because I like to see it, but I, so I don't want it to be like, I'm forcing my, what I like on people. Mm-hmm. If you like it, 
then we fly with it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things that we put out is around our interests and the interests of like the majority of people in the city. Today, our Snapchat was like filled with football. It was like totally filled with football. Uh, I know. I would probably have unfollowed you if I was on Snapchat. I mean, but the, the thing is, we've made our mission to try to make the league look very, very attractive this year. Because yeah. there are not a lot of things to do on Sunday. People will say, I'm bored, I'm bored, it's I'm bored, I'm bored. Yeah. And it's a great idea. You just go and sit there and you enjoy it. And you are, you are being entertained and then you are helping something good to be about to happen and it's also an experience and that's one of the nice things about blogging you get to you get to talk about your experiences exactly have you, you ever been to a game i um in um 2008 when we had um the african cup of nations, oh, okay. of nations. Okay. i went so to many the of the games yes. i mean, yes. I, mean I was that, very lucky that was that's different <laughs> no that, honestly that's really different because with that's like the whole ghana is supporting the black stars and everybody's yeah. going to the stadium it was awesome. yeah. But this, the league, you'll be disappointed. Like, you'll be sitting there, like, you, you can count. You are part of the few hundred there. Like, but things can change, right? Um, yeah. 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 And so we can, we can, we can, we can, we can do something about yes. it. Because GFA is not going to do anything about it. Like myself. <laughs> with the, the GhanaFans.com. Uh, no, site. no, tell me about this. So it's. Uh, why does his name suddenly Epton. Epton. <laughs> so um we have his name is Epton and he's running. Oh his Benjamin. Yes. Yeah, Benjamin. Oh, okay. yes, he's a former student. Yeah, I actually yes. told me yes. about this yes. just this past yes. week. True. Sorry, Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> she remembers you. <laughs> We're talking about it this week, yes. <laughs> yeah, he um, runs a site with gracious basically reports on international and domestic um, sports news. So not just not just football. But really getting people talking about the domestic scene, and he has a, they have like a whole section on the Premier, Premier League, Ghana, Premier League. League. not just like posting up their dates, yeah. but um, it's really cool. Talk about you know players that have been transferred, club news, things like that, which we think makes the other more popular leagues. Like that's the kind of thing the media really supports. Yeah, the that's exciting. Because yeah. I mean, it's all about the narrative. I yeah, mean, is this something that nobody cares about, or are we valuing this? Yeah. Yeah. It makes a big difference. Sure, we think it's a very important. That's why we, we really wanted toxic because it's a very important base yeah. for yeah. Um, for life in. Ghana. I'm, I'm almost <laughs> a little bit excited, although I'm not a sports fan. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to but be that's a been fan. Like the of most it. difficult thing with integrating into Ghana, not liking soccer, like mm-hmm. you, you just like outside of everything. Like my skin color Do you doesn't like even other sports, m- or is it just? Um, no, not really. General, People should see my face right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch you. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I apologize to all the guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's interesting. You'll actually find a name that don't like football. And it's always a shock to everybody else that's going around. They're like, what? Sometimes no. I have to like look at somebody's um, profile on Twitter, and if they mention a team like Manu, I just not follow you. <laughs> Sorry. That's very smart then, of you. Because then I know you've been tweeting about this like certain Hello. evenings. <laughs> my timeline. I can't have that, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to mute them. Yeah, so the mute thing mute-less. is, yeah, yeah, mute list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm missing out so, on some people. <laughs> so what do you think about like social media in Ghana? Not crap. I think it could be so much more. I mean, we've talked about one negative aspect that people copy unduly mm-hmm. um, instead of sharing with attribution, uh, which would get them more um, respect mm-hmm. also. 
Um, then um, it's a difficult environment. Then sometimes we don't create content. Mm -hmm. um, like you go to a very interesting concert, take a few pictures, mm -hmm. write what you think about the experience, yeah. use the hashtag. Sometimes it's like big events also don't even have hashtags. Like mm -hmm. things like that just makes me... Ah! It goes down to the event organizers. Yeah, they don't yeah, want to pay a yeah, social yeah, media But then all of us, we can also invent a hashtag, right? You yeah. say something, yeah, sell it. Write 10 tweets using the hashtag and it has started, right? So I think it's um, uh, it could be much more vibrant. And I think that's kind of what Blogging Ghana is all about. Uh, when we meet offline, when we strategize, when we maybe come up with hashtags together, we can do more with it and it becomes kind of more fun. Um, I think like the huge promise of social media is that you can find your own crazy group of people, right? <laughs> In the olden days, you think you're alone with whatever ideas and interests you had. Now you can just, you know, send out a tweet, ask people, meet up, uh, do crazy. I, I saw now, for instance, there is a group of people who meet at Republic Bar on Mondays to paint. Have you oh, heard of them? Yeah, 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 the paint yeah, night. Yeah. It's so great. They they do at other venues as well. <laughs> okay, okay. So I think that's just excellent. It's, it's that's great. Like, yeah. That would probably not fly without social media that that's you can true. spread yeah. it there and find like-minded. Yeah, because the Instagram page is really nice. Yeah. It's really, I mean, really the number nice. has grown each time. Each time. Pictures of Remind me of, paint. what was the name of the Paint's Bois. Okay. So like paint to drink in front. Okay, okay. Into bar. Okay. Okay. Great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are always a lot more people than the last time on there. I think it's such a novel, like non Ghanaian idea. Yeah, they get tourists as well. But like, get like, a lot of tourists. to do stuff like that because you've seen it in at least one movie. You know, and everybody's just waiting for that opportunity. <laughs> You're to painting that. and drinking yeah, a cocktail. Like. like you and your girls, or like that's the date with a cute guy. And I mean, like, you yeah, know, that's interesting, right? That's very interesting. Until it's somebody different. brings it and it's like, wow. People would do this. I'm, I'm sure the idea like passed through a few years and they were all like paint and drink. Who does that? Because I saw a tweet. I don't know if it came from you. You're like, um, when you go to Ghanaian clubs, Accra clubs, basically, um, there are like a lot of sweaty cues and the music is for young people. Like, <laughs> what is there for adults to do? <laughs> yeah, so it's actually, I had. Um, Cut and paste with with um, permission from the who the person who wrote it. Okay. And I um, um I think I put her handle in there as well. Mm -hmm. So it's like in a private uh, message on um I don't know if it was WhatsApp or something. A group of people that were going to do mm -hmm. something, and she wrote this like <laughs> let's let's do the home party only. Let's not go out. That's because, true. And then this thing, and I thought it was so on point, so funny. Like it was like you have to wear uncomfortable shoes. shoes. Yes. Some minor will grab your ass. And, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> It was, it was just hilarious. So I, I decided to... It was one of the It was so true. Yeah. It was so true. Like when I saw it, I was like... It wasn't me. I was like, oh, shit. I go to a club always. Like, I've never thought of this. It was like, so true. Like, so true. Well, he was having flashbacks. Like, I was just thinking. I was like, when was the last time I saw an adult? like... Ghana nightlife experience. Let's oh, do that. Let's okay. do worse, oh. Let's do best. Okay, so um, my very first time uh, visiting Ghana was in 2004 for Christmas. Um, so I came with my then boyfriend, now husband, um, and we were super poor. Like we were students in Sweden, right? So we just like saved up for the ticket and basically had no money when we stepped off the airplane. But he had some nice friends who were working, so they took good care of us. And, you know, mostly we're just, like, sitting around the house, meeting his relatives, eating fufu. <laughs> <laughs> you like fufu? Yeah, I like fufu. Wait, what I, soup? Um, actually, my favorite is umutu, oh, with okay. granut soup, which oh. I had today. 
Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. Sunday is over today. <laughs> so, uh, I was totally not ready for the outing that came. Um, it was Christmas Eve. Um, I was just kind of sitting down in the car. I was I'd braided my hair. Uh, I was wearing a boo-boo uh, with like um, <coughs> tie and dye boo-boo, right? You know, you're uh, a tourist white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was looking like a pure tourist white person. <laughs> and we went to Oxford Street and to uh, Monsoon. Oh, yeah. And of course, I mean, during that whole month, I like I didn't go out to any other place that had plastic chairs and you know somebody playing in a corner and kebabs being grilled in somewhere. And this place is like people eating sushi, being you know dressed in their little black dress, and there I am with my braids, my boo boo. I was just like so mal placed. It was Nobody terrible. Told me. Uh, yes, it was embarrassing. <laughs> Speaking of sushi, I was like the country gal. <laughs> Speaking of sushi, I can't ask folks say their new style of place called sushi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're on your tourist swag. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what's your best, yeah, your best um, experience out? Well, night life or like just something fun you do. I think the salsa scene in Ghana is great. Mm. I dance Wednesday salsa, night, so, salsa yeah, night. Yeah. <laughs> so I think a few salsa nights have been really nice at Aprikiku. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the most beautiful salsa places in the world. You dance under this amazing big tree that is lit from <laughs> Then if somebody hands and wants to dance with you, yeah, that's a good evening. Yeah. <laughs> Did you... Um, so you mentioned that you were blogging. Were you blogging before you, in Sweden, or did you start? Like yeah, so I um, started in 2006, so it's oh, okay. 10 years this year. Oh, uh, thank you. I'm very excited. <laughs> um, it means I need to take my blog somewhere bigger, some somewhere more. Anyway, um, so I always kind of, well, always, but since I heard of blogging, I thought, hmm, that's interesting. I've always been a writer. I kept my diary. I... Um, I was interested, but I couldn't really find my way in, my mm-hmm. voice, my what should I write about kind of thing. I was very mm-hmm. self-conscious. I would write a post and be like, yeah, <laughs> what if my mom reads this? You know? <laughs> um, and then I got an internship in Paris, and then it was so clear that I had kind of a, a topic to write about, that being new in Paris is interesting. Like, I don't need to be special. I don't need to have a voice. Just yeah. like writing about my experiences would be cool enough. So that's how it started. And of course... Um, then when you move to Ghana, that's even more interesting. Um, my my blogging journey has been, my blog has kind of changed a lot over the years. My first years, two years maybe in Ghana, I had uh, a very positive blog. Mm-hmm. I wanted to um, only write about positive things, um, good news out of Ghana kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, because I felt here so much about the negatives in the West. Yeah. Uh, like people thought I would die from malaria when I'm. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's sad. You're so then, update <laughs> pictures. I'm still here. <laughs> Look at me, yo. <laughs> it's like fatter than before. Yeah. No. Um. So I wanted to only share. Like, like I wrote blog posts about how great it was with traffic because people are friendly and waving to each other, and you could buy stuff. I mean, it's like I, I could twist everything into being something positive. But after a while, that also became like a straight jacket, mm-hmm. and I felt that. This is not really true. This is not really me. There are some things I hate about Ghana with a mm. vengeance. Should I not be able to write about that because I'm having like a... <laughs> but aren't there things you hate no, about vengeance? Is that vengeance? <laughs> That's so deep. <laughs> hate it with a vengeance. Well, I, I, I think, no, but like coming from, from a country where you have like some social security, for instance, just... Mm-hmm. 
sometimes when you see somebody on the side of the road and you drive past, I don't know, it just breaks my heart. It's just difficult to deal with, and that's kind of what I'm talking about. Um, so then I decided to um, redo my blog and redo kind of the, the concept of it, and then I changed it to be just under my name. Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of was inspired by Ato Kominadansi, okay. mm -hmm. who had changed his blog into Ato KD. <laughs> so I was Kaisa HA. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, then I wrote about kind of a more wider array mm -hmm. of topics, and then um, it's, it's changed a little bit. I've added more of my work life into it, and then this fall, I felt that kind of become a bit too boring, and then I started writing a little bit more uh, personal stuff. So, for instance, I wrote one blog post that was shared a lot: um, how much you need to have in common with your spouse, uh, and like sharing that I don't have very much, and like it's not really a problem. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought that was um, it was interesting that people really. You know, we're interested in the whole person. Yeah. But they were. Yeah. They were. Yeah. Great. So, um, as a Shesi, let's talk about, like, um, teaching as a Shesi. Mm -hmm. What's that like? <laughs> uh, first of all, what class you teach? Yeah, okay, and, okay, know, okay. Just, okay. Like, talk to us about that. <laughs> so, my background is uh, political science, and um, I'm teaching now a wider array of, of classes into communication, uh, literature, leadership. Um, the class I'm teaching this semester is a political science class. It's called social theory. Um, I mean, I love teaching at Ashesi. It's um, when it came up it was actually through my parents. They had seen uh, Patrick Ewa, our president's TED speech, um, online, and they called me and they're like, "Kaisa, this <laughs> guy, you need to see this video. He's doing something great in Ghana." I mean, they do a lot of research on Ghana, so they, yeah, it was not uncommon for them to tell me something. <laughs> Two thousand and seven or eight when this happened, you know, bandwidth wasn't so fast, you know, you have to choose your TED <laughs> speeches that you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> you one of us. <laughs> so I watched it and then kind of um, decided to um, apply to work at Ashesi. Um, and um, I, I like the journey of also um, applying in hindsight because I, you know, you write a letter, you, um, at Ashesi also write a letter, um, kind of a statement on how you look at teaching, so mm -hmm. teaching statement. Uh, I spent a lot of time doing it. Um, and then if you're lucky, you get called to an interview and um, kind of a trial uh, lecture. Okay. And then like, you know, the HR manager, uh, all your colleagues will be there and some student representatives. This is really, really a hard crowd. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I thought to myself, I probably should like test my lecture on somebody. So I called in a good friend, John Kamau, who's a teacher at SOS in Tema. And um, he was like quiet through my 20-minute presentation. His face didn't, you know, give anything back. And then he was like, are you done? Like, yeah. Like, he just like, no. What, what is this? You need to start over. This is terrible. <laughs> and he was just talking about how you need to be much more interactive if you're going to teach yeah. uh, in university. Yeah. And... Um, I taught earlier like French and um, on a lower level, um, so I, you know, had two more days, redid my lecture, and and I think I did fine. Um, and I've never, I think I've never wanted a job that much to do that level of preparation to actually try it on somebody with mm -hmm. ample of time to actually change <laughs> it. Also, which was lucky. Um, and then now I've um, this um, December I got a plaque for having worked there for five years full-time 
Yeah, and that means I'm one of the long timers there. Yeah. Although I don't look Ghanaian, no. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't matter. So you're a human being. That's what's important. Do you find uh, that that affects like your um, stay in Ghana? Yes. That, yes. Oh, yes. I mean, uh, it affects my life, who I look like. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it's mm-hmm. like that for everybody, and um, I think it's a good learning curve for a white person mm-hmm. that um, it does affect your life. Because you can, when you're a majority person, kind of trick yourself into that nobody really cares and yeah. everybody's the same. You know, things like that. No, um, but definitely, no like, especially if you're teaching, mm-hmm. um, like, I don't know, discussions about colonialism right. to a predominantly African crowd, it does matter that you're yeah, white really like, from yeah. Europe. No, I mean, you have to place yourself in that. Mm -hmm. You have to bring that up. You have to be like, okay, so my training is European. Mm -hmm. This is what I've been taught. What do you think? Bring in some African writers. Mm -hmm. Let's, let's talk about this. Right. And, um, to kind of foster the critical thinking of also including who is speaking. I I, I think I I try to use it to my advantage, but it's not always easy. And sometimes it's awkward outright. Yeah. Somebody was saying something about um, Ashesi. I don't know if you mentioned in the last podcast, but you know, they. Uh, it seems like the liberal arts teaching, or like at least culture, of the university, Ashesi College, University, University, <laughs> university, <laughs> yeah, university, college. university yeah. College, right? Um, is you know, is liberal. It's you know, you should be exploring a lot of things, but there are a lot of people coming out and wanting to do just business. And uh, the computer science. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think about that? Like, how has your teaching changed to either rectify or to ignore? Okay, so um, the whole idea with uh, liberal arts college is that you should have kind of a foundation, mm-hmm. a year, year and a half, maybe two years of your four-year program. That should be. Um, the same for everybody, um, regardless if you're then going out into business or computer science or engineering, uh, management information systems is another program we have. Um, and I think that's a great idea. I did not have education like that, mm-hmm. because in Sweden, um, you have these big state institutions, just like University of Ghana, mm-hmm. uh, predominantly. So you choose, you know, I chose uh, first business economics, which is wrong for me, so I changed to <laughs> political science mm-hmm. later. I'm not sure that was right for me too, but I <laughs> I got two degrees in that. So then it was like only political science, right? A little bit of statistics because you needed to write your mm-hmm. um, work, but it was not broad like that. And I think you need broadness in this world and age, and as a human being, maybe. So I should say we have, you know, you take literature, you take statistics, you take programming, you take maths. Mm-hmm. Uh, polit- politics, English, etc. So it's like you become a, a broader human being, and I think that's that's wonderful. Um, I think what we have found with um, um, our graduates is that um, you have some interesting developments. For instance, that the people who chose uh, computer science mm-hmm. um, are more likely to end up to have their own business, right. which we thought that we trained the business administration students to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are like constantly kind of fine tuning and it's difficult to know, I think sometimes what is your training and what is your disposition initially, because you would know that Ashesi has these programs, probably somebody who's um, very interested into literature or arts would not, would look at our programs and say, this is not for me, maybe. Yeah. Right. Um, and, um, we want to add more programs and kind of 
get as many types of students as possible, but we do have those students who love arts but are for some reason or the other in a different program. Um, and for I, I think we try to um, um, because we're a small institutions, so we have very like close knit relationships. You have time to sit down with mm-hmm. uh, students. You have mentorship programs. Um, I think I encourage people a lot to kind of you know follow your heart. That's when you can really make an impact, right? Yeah, if you love sure. what you do. Yeah. So yeah. I think we say that kind of all the time. And yeah. I really like how you interact with some of your students on Twitter. It's like you know, it's, it's weird. <laughs> like it's weird. <laughs> It doesn't happen yes. like in Ghana. Like it doesn't happen. <laughs> it just so happened. Yes. <laughs> when you, Kobe Graham and Ellie Dot, yes. like you're interacting with the students, like it's so nice. Like you, like this, it makes it look like it makes everybody see the kind of community that Chelsea is, and you want to be a part of it because the culture is beautiful. Mm-hmm. The students aren't scared of the lectures. I, the, I hope they're not. <laughs> no, they are not. To the extent yeah, they actually yeah. follow you on Twitter and everything. So it's like the students are also letting you into their lives. Yeah, yeah. The same way. So no, I mean, from my perspective, it's just much more interesting to be a teacher if you can get to know your students a bit mm-hmm. more. Uh, if you can um, inspire um, an interest in the world. Like, for instance, I know we don't have a politics program. But mm-hmm. if you're interested to the point where you'll be tweeting news or asking my opinion on different political issues, I'm super happy. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's that's a win for me, right? Yeah. So, um, uh, again, that's, that's a promise and a possibility with social media that you can have that one-to-one that you might not have time for mm-hmm. uh, in the big classroom setting. So I'm always um, experimenting together with... Uh, Kobe and Ellie that you just mentioned on how to use social media in the classroom mm-hmm. and um, Kobe and Graham is no more on Twitter but he's using mm-hmm. WhatsApp a lot <laughs> in his classes so mm-hmm. you have to kind of uh, interact on WhatsApp between classes um, and this semester I'm trying out um, just using Twitter a little bit more in the classroom so sometimes like tweeting an answer to a, to a question instead of raising your hand mm-hmm. then everybody gets the chance to yeah no I mean that, that's that would be great it's just sometimes you can't um, um, it, it takes some learning right. for both the teacher and the students right. to have like the apps and the things that are needed but I think we're going in that direction and uh, this semester um, started last semester we're also looking into virtual reality in the mm-hmm, classroom. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have uh, ordered a bunch of Google Cardboards and we just got a message earlier today that they're in. So um, that would be can something we, that we're... Yeah, sure, sure, please. Joey's kind of obsessed about it. He's trying to keep calm right now. I'm really trying to like keep every calm. Every once in a while, I'll get that message at 3 a.m. like, have you seen this? <laughs> no, that's exactly how I felt oh when God. I first like tried on a Google Cardboard. So for those of you who don't know what it is, it's mm-hmm. like a very cheap little box that allows you to use your smartphone mm-hmm. to just like move to a different galaxy. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I mean, it's just the things you can do with it, mm-hmm. even if it's just simple applications. Uh, have you been on a roller coaster, for instance? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, that's, <laughs> so you just like download the roller coaster app and then you're like on a roller coaster. I mean, it's fun. It's great. And I think for educational purposes, you could do so much with this. Because suddenly you're in Paris. Yeah. Suddenly you're in Jerusalem. Suddenly you are in a refugee camp in Syria. Yeah. I mean, it's the, the things you can do. Um, so that's something that I'm trying to look it's into. It's going to be like the next social media. 
Yes, yes. Even some people say it's going to be the next workspace Mm -hmm. that when you go to work, you just like go into the virtual reality, immersive reality. Facebook was fast. Facebook was fast buying the Oculus company. Virtual reality is going to be something different because I'm trying to play with um, augmented reality Mm -hmm. on some project that Aquarius is going to participate in. Oh, great. But I'm still like I'm still on the verge like trying to find the people who can actually do the work for me. Like it's very very difficult. But we are gonna get there. Okay, we are gonna get there. So let's let's talk because I I think I have a few names. (laughs) And it's 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 really crazy. You you probably know them already. Um, You guys, um, I saw the 3D printing thing. Like it's really dope. Yeah. It's really yeah. dope. Like, Ashes yeah. is yeah. really, Ashes is really I'm a pushing. I'm like super excited by that. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I saw, I was like, oh, like, <laughs> no, I follow tech news a lot. Like, I follow all those things. So, when I was, I was like, oh, wow, like, like, and I was super impressed because it's in my country. Yeah, yeah. Ashes started in Laboni. Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah. it's around me. Exactly. So, like, it's very, very exciting. And, so we kind of piloted it. We showed it to the world at yeah. uh, a launch of the engineering program in October. And um, it was kind of so many rooms that they showed new things and students were doing displays. And after a while, you get a little bit tired. You know, you've mm-hmm. seen many students showing you different processes. And then I walk into the room with the 3D printer. I'm just like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was there for half an hour. I was just like, <laughs> watching <laughs> 3D printer is going to change the world. So it's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's get back to blogging Ghana. Mm-hmm. Um, how old is blogging Ghana, and uh, how many people consist of? Yeah, so we're five years old um, officially, but we've been there since two thousand and eight as okay. kind of an unofficial group. Okay. Um, I think we have about hundred paying members, okay. and it should be a m- much much more. I think we're actually bad at just collecting the fees because <laughs> I see many more people showing their face at our um, meetings and events. Um, so what we do is we try to organize the social media space and make um, Ghana a more fun place to, to be. Um, we also have our blog camp um, that's happening in June this year, which is a one-day conference about social media. Uh, we have our um, awards um, that's taking place on the 14th of May, um, where we uh, award people who have done something cool in this space. So um, I think I've mentioned what we have already. So it's the blog awards, 14th of um, May, the blog camp happening in June, well, it's 20th of June. Um, and then we meet every month um, as a membership um, group. So the first, um, is it the first Thursday or Wednesday of every month and the third. Um, so one of them is kind of a pre-meeting for the blog camp and one is a, a membership meeting. So we're having one on Wednesday, but that'll be after this. That's the Wednesday is the fireside, by the fireside. Uh, no, so this Wednesday is a regular meeting. We're okay. talking about kind of a, a skill in blogging. This um, week is photography. Does blogging gonna is blogging gonna behind the how to blog series? Yes. yes. Okay. So that's um, okay. Jimmy Labdulai and now your court are professional bloggers who decide to set that up, but that's under blogging Ghana. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And apparently it was fully booked for the first um, meeting, so I think, you know, it, it was a good idea. <laughs> and I think we'll be doing more of it. I think using Jamila was very inspiring. She's one of the very first bloggers that I got to know about. And she already had, like, the whole, I'm showing you places. So pictures were a very big feature already in her 
It's all her travels and so I mean if yeah. she were doing whatever it was she was doing. I remember not really knowing who she was. I'm thinking wow. No, I, I think around. the style is, you know, quality posts that take a while to write and, um, yeah, that gives you kind of the full picture of something. So is it um, the, who's your, who's your favorite blogger and blogging guy now, besides yourself? Can I say, uh, actually, I um, love funny stuff, so I think, um, no, I, can I say, no. People will be angry with me. I'm the chair of this. I mean, it's <laughs> it's an interesting. Maybe there might be a sports blog. I'm sports, always so. on the lookout for new blogs. Okay. Um, and there's a new blog that's come up on my radar recently that is called Senior Year in Legon. And oh, wow. it's actually a blogger that I don't know, but I'm very curious about the person. And they write um, kind of sharp articles about different um, things. So... Um, I, I do have plenty of favorites inside blogging Ghana, but um, I think the more interesting thing is, is who is new, who's coming up next, mm-hmm. um, what have we not linked to before, mm-hmm. um, and that's something that I'm, I'm passionate about. I also believe in kind of connecting people. I mm-hmm. think it's interesting if you have, I don't know, a photo blogger who does great, that person should probably sit down with another photo blogger, they would mm-hmm. be both yeah. better for it. Yeah, that's true. So I think that's what we're um, trying to do with a lot of our programming to to look at different aspects. People fear collaborations. People fear collaborations, but then collaborations are really good. So I wonder why like people don't come together to do stuff. Yes, and also to be transparent about how you do things. Um, like when we came here today and uh, you're saying to... Um, Rifa. Rifa, that's, you know, show her how this is done, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because she's interested, and I think that's that attitude is not so common. Mm-hmm. People like to th- keep... Um, Things very opaque, not mm-hmm. really tell you how it's done, and most yeah. of the time, you know, it's not super hard to do something mm-hmm. creative. It's just yeah. to get started and to be consistent is a difficult part. Yeah, so you don't really have to fear others. And I, I think we also mentioned when when you came over for the podcast uh, meeting with Blogging Ghana mm-hmm. that um, actually having a, a cluster, having several people doing it, is probably good for everybody. Yeah. Because, yeah, you have one great podcast a week to listen to. But when you mm. get into it, one is not enough. One is not enough. Not <laughs> you need enough. to chop more, right? So yeah. <laughs> then it's good to know, mm-hmm. uh, okay, there's also this podcast. There's also this one. Yeah. There's also the one that Kaisa yeah. is coming up with soon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, you, you get to know where you pick your strengths and your weaknesses. They're like, oh, okay, I'm doing this and this, but I'm not doing that. So that's actually good for me. So it's... It's a very good way of self-reflection, actually. But then people don't see it that way. They just want to block everything that's coming that way. But then, <laughs> I mean, it's creating. It's there. Yeah. If it's like the exact replica of yours, then leave it alone. And, so. and I, I recently listened to actually a podcast where um, this um, scientist guy, he was saying that um, he was... So it was on Tim Ferriss's podcast, mm-hmm. Tim Ferriss's business guru. Mm-hmm. Um, was a very, um, I think his podcast is often number one on the list. Yeah. Stuff. Um, he was interviewing this scientist guy who was saying um, something along the lines of that, although he wanted to work in academia, he looked at the sector and saw that it was contracting and that people were kind of struggling for space and backstabbing each other and he was like that's not a good place for me to be yeah. let me go into tech instead a place mm-hmm. that is still growing yeah. there's room for people yeah. you help each other out because All you can time. both yeah. have synergy from it um, and I really like that way of, of thinking and I hope that um, I'm a little bit like that as well mm-hmm. that um, 
if I know you, um, it will meet, lead to more connections and more richness in your life. It will mm -hmm. not lead to me stabbing you in the back Problems. and, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, phasing you out because, you know, the world is a big place. So. Yeah, it's interesting. I think people look at creating the same way they look at just no. any other kind of production. They look at politics. <laughs> like, no, they feel like you run out of ideas mm -hmm. somehow because... They look at it like, okay, you have a supply of X, Y, and Z, and you yeah. turn it into this product and sell it. And once you run out, you're done. But they don't look at, like, the more you actually interact, the more you're multiplying what you know. Exactly. And so you can't really ever run out of yeah. ideas. That's exactly. why it's called creating. Exactly. They keep and that's how the knowledge about. economy is so different from previous sectors. Because, yeah. yes, maybe you can only sell, I don't know one stove to family mm -hmm. but like there are not a limit to how many podcasts you can download yeah in a day yeah <laughs> exactly. so you don't have to struggle for space you don't have to um fight each other <laughs> you, you can really just work together and so it's a kind of a nicer world coming out of this mm-hmm so, yeah. I mean, every day we wake up, there's something else that's a craft themed. Every day, <laughs> like every With single day. With your glasses on, yes. Yeah, yeah like, so if we felt like it was, you know, if it was different, if it was we're making a kind of gum and it was a craft flavored <laughs> gum and everybody else is making a, we'll be worried. But it's the more that we see people coming out and doing their own niche um, specific things, it just makes us feel like, okay, that means that, we, that we're really onto something because mm -hmm. there's just so much to talk about mm -hmm. that. There can be 10 plus Accra themed yeah. Twitter accounts all going mm -hmm. at the mm -hmm. same time mm -hmm. and there'll still be different things on each platform. It's really mind blowing when you think about so, it. So it sounds like um, it feels like this space is really growing. Mm -hmm. It's growing. Yeah. It's really growing. Yeah. It, it actually motivates you to work twice as hard. Yeah. Because you know, yo, like, there's this person yeah. after yeah. you. Yeah. You don't get it. Somebody and, else and the all, all the heavyweights are co-signing you, so you have to really get ahead. Yeah. It's amazing how they can be completely different. <laughs> like, there's, like, a car cruise, right? And, mm -hmm. you, you know, I think it started out more food-oriented, but then... It, it's like, okay, well, even if we like completely ignore food, we can actually write about something and so then, much other yeah. stuff. It's, it's cool. But so then, we're hoping we hear Kumasi with day at some point. We are really hoping for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. with Takaradi with day. And Tema. Why not? I mean, Tema is in Accra, so it's <laughs> cool. We, we, we've kidnapped Tema. We, we know that Tema... So there's this really great drag crowd we did. Our next market is... <laughs> but I was talking a little bit about kind of the difficulties of, of being a blogger and... Um, I mean, everything from infrastructure to maybe companies that in other countries like love content makers uh -huh. here are very reluctant and would rather go for a regular ad agency. Mm -hmm. So how how do you deal with kind of the the downsides of of this environment? Or you don't look at it like that? We 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 don't look at it like we that. Because ours is we think about crime more. Mm -hmm. So more or less like the problems with Accra, mm -hmm. that's our problem. Mm. And what we do is we try as much as possible to build. Mm -hmm. So we look we look at everything like Let's look for the best out of this. Let's look for the best out of it. Even when we are critiquing, we make sure it comes with some type of advice. We can't just critique someone and just leave them like that mm -hmm. without saying someone or two things. Mm -hmm. So 
our adage actually is for the city, for the culture. Yeah. So we try as much as possible to make the best out of everything and just ignore the negativity that comes with everything. Mm. I think I especially like um, the sections where you talk about different neighborhoods and like the history of it yeah. and yeah. the knowledge that, uh, that comes with it. So that's actually, it's, really, like, that's it's exactly difficult. It's, all <laughs> it's, it's, all, like, it's so hard to get somebody who knows the history. So, <laughs> okay. Like, for instance, like this week, we are not going to get anything out because we are still waiting for people to actually share it with us. Okay, like, okay. just tell us hey, about your area. Like, you we'll be telling them, section, like, yeah. we, we are just a platform. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's what we can do for Accra. So that's it. So we are really looking forward to people that I'll just send that. So and then we share it everywhere, and then people know, like, know your Accra. So yeah. <laughs> people don't want to share. Ah. People don't want to share. <laughs> people really don't. Want to it actually goes back to what you were saying. People don't want to share. Yeah. And you are just leaving a story. You just die. Like people don't want to share. River, you know how to record your channel. Now you know. No, you don't know. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I had a question about something and now I've just completely... It's because you had such a busy weekend. Yeah. (laughs) Every day is busy. You finish your night to five and then you have to come to a car with days. So it's like, you don't even sleep. No. Well, you're not supposed to sleep. My car doesn't sleep. So why should you? So, um, what do you... What kind of things do you do in a car? Like, what... Interesting places have you been? Yeah, so um, right, um, right now I think I'm having a little bit of a midlife crisis. <laughs> I have two small children. I just turned. <gasps> <laughs> what is it? It's what six? No, ten years in Ghana. Uh, eight years. Eight years in Ghana now. So what? Ten years as a blogger. Ten years as a blogger. <laughs> So eight years in Ghana. What uh, in Accra? Um, what what do you do in Accra to like you know, have fun, keep busy? What has it been? What has your experience been? Not just working. But... Yeah. So I not just work. I try to enjoy. But I think I don't know. Going through some kind of midlife crisis. <laughs> um, I have two small children. I'm a wife. I live in Tema. <laughs> You're a superwoman. <laughs> <laughs> and I just turned 35. Um, life is tough. I don't know. I mean, I used to go out. I used to know all the fun places. Now, like, I see it on Twitter. Like, <laughs> like wake up at 11 a.m. after having, like... <laughs> <laughs> the pace at which Accra moves. Sorry, 11 p.m. Like, after having fallen asleep while reading to my kids for them to sleep at eight. I mean, it's like grim at this point. No, I think, um, I think I love the things that are going on at Alliance Frances. Um, I had a lot of good moments and good, uh, experiences there. Um, I like, um, Accra.alt, Charlie Wotze, I'm a huge fan. Um, I've been to so many of their talk parties and learned a lot, um, built my network. Um, Manson Sion doing such a great job. They um, really are. Uh, I love the Buke Foundation, um, Odile and Kofi. They actually wanted to meet with you uh, when I told Odile about you. So I guess oh. I have to connect you. Yes, please. They also um, do so much for the arts and kind of have pointed out that with all the creative things going on here in any other city in the world, this would be like a modern art museum. This would be like yeah. filling it to the brim. Well, we don't have that, and then mm-hmm. private um, initiatives have to kind of step in. 
So I like all the galleries. I'm a big art lover. Um, Day Gallery, Artist Alliance. Um, um, I love um, the Republic Bar. I've, I've been on them to start up one in Tema. Because <laughs> it's too far to drive every night. I would like to you know, have a... <laughs> how you feel. <laughs> a nice, cool beer with some hibiscus in it every night. That would be great. <laughs> um, where do I go? Um, there are new fancy places now, like places where you can't afford to eat dinner, but you can have a drink there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a plan, you see? That's a proper how we do I really like uh, the Mervyn Peak Hotel. I just like walking into the lobby and like looking up. It's beautiful. Um, then I can afford a coffee there, and then I'm all. That's it. You don't, you don't need a million to enjoy a lot of things. Like, I mean, you should, you should, you should ask the prices first, and then you think of all you can. But, but do. so many places you can afford a drink. You can, you, know? you can afford a lot of things. So many yeah, places, yeah. Yes, and then you know you just enjoy the atmosphere, and I think I'm, I'm big on that. You know, I sometimes carry a nice pair of heels in my car. And then you can walk in anywhere with confidence and just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have a drink here, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, um, actually, at Mervyn Peak, it has happened to me twice that I've been there to just have my drink because that's what I can afford. But somebody else has paid my drink already because it's a swanky place, right? Mm -hmm. So, not that I, they're coming on to me or anything, yeah. but just like they pay with their cards or something. And when I'm coming to pay, the waiter was like, I already charged your drink to somebody's. Okay. Right. Okay. Happened to me twice. Moving big. You see me. You see me more. You see me more. You see me more. Also, yeah, I once wrote a blog post about how to get into a conference for free. Um, so it's a little bit about wearing a scarf so they think you have your tag underneath, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's more for women. <laughs> yeah. but I, I think it's just um, you have interesting people everywhere in Accra. So um, I think the best thing you can do is just kind of to walk around, sit on a plastic chair somewhere, have a beer. Buy yeah. some killer from the side of the road. Yeah, some interesting stories. Amazing killer from just like a side street from Aqua J Park. Ah, Aqua J. Is it Laboni Jashin? Yeah. So yeah, Laboni Jashin. Yeah. Best killer in Accra. I mean, just. Hands down. Hands down. And when you eat killer then then you forget and forgive. That's <laughs> not good in Ghana. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> the first bite is, is all like, forgotten. <laughs> 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 like nothing. Me? Let's come I feel sad I missed this, this, yeah, this episode. Maybe, maybe we can say how you feel about Kilowilly to make it up to me. I like when Kilowilly is spicy and firm. I don't like when it's all like. <laughs> Mushy and Mushy, like yeah. And uh -huh. <laughs> 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 Chief Engineer Smoke, you make lit. I, I, I like this one because there's like five good spots where you can get Kelly Willie. That rivals Laponi Junction. No, if they were that good, we'd have heard of them. That's one is far away. That's it's far away. That's, nobody that's, is driving to Dansuma. That's why I now. That's why I now hear my voice because Dansuma is far away. So. <laughs> you are late. <laughs> you are very late. Okay, Both so, you and Smoke So in Tema, there is some beautiful Kilawilling community too, uh, close to the police station. They're not always open, but then you can kind of go down the road. Uh, oh, the police station. Top. Um, Pharmacy, yes. The, the market around mm. that side. Like, they have a nice cake there. 
Okay, okay, okay. Really Otherwise, good. Community 8 has beautiful killer will as well. Okay, I don't know the Community 8. When spot. I lived in Community 11, I would drive all the way to Community oh. 8 to get the right killer will. Okay, Community 8 is where Vienna is at. Yeah. Yeah. I know Community 8. Very Because I don't have, I live at um, Community 19, and there's no killer will person anywhere for like. You have to I drive all the way pain. to wow. the Shalom spot. And well, why is it that you can't make Kilowell at home? You just can't. It never comes it, out as good. It's not the same. No, it's the oil. It's the oil. oil. The more they fry, with, um, the more they fry, the longer like it takes. Yeah. <laughs> it needs to get that feeling. You it's, can't. You can't duplicate. You can never get Kilowell like, from fresh oil. You can't. It's you really can't really do good. that. You can't uh, make fried yam. The same way. You can't make watcha the same way. You just never come out right. And then you just feel like you've wasted your time cooking for nothing. Your whole kitchen will smell. Yeah. No, it's not the same. It's definitely not the same. So, what other street food do you like? Watching. Watching. Watching is like we always have the dates on that. Watching Friday. Yeah. For me, I love buffaloes. Okay. That's also. But you said food. Both foods are snack. Well, (laughs) you eat one. It's basically a food. (laughs) Okay, two. (laughs) It's trying to be a lady. (laughs) But I think there's also like some sellers do it so well. Mm -hmm. Like the right amount of oil and sugar inside. Some people make it too dry. Mm-hmm. Afternoon buffroat is like not at all good. I don't there's, know. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good in the morning. No, there, there's one at Cantonment. Is there one near Jairus? That one like is really good and it comes only in the afternoon. And this woman, the buffroats will be just like ready right now. Within an hour, it's finished. Be eaten piping. <laughs> <laughs> you have to burn yourself. So there's this day. woman who sells buffroot. Um, as you leave the small roundabout going to the overhead to join the motorway, if you come mm-hmm. from Tema, mm-hmm. that buffroot is also really good. Yeah, but you can't come too early, you cannot come too late. <laughs> 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 and I can't really like leave my car because it's the side of the road, yeah. so it's like. I just wave at her. I think it's too much to honk my horn. Yeah. And then sometimes you just not see me. And it's so oh, painful. <laughs> <laughs> should I honk my horn? <laughs> you should honk. You should honk. <laughs> you should honk. Because it's really funny. Like, it's so I can imagine like, you know, like, when, like, you're in a car and, you, you know, you decide later, like, I want this. Yeah. You're trying to call the person, like, and the person doesn't see you. And, it's your turn to move, like it's all annoying. And then first, if when I don't want ice cream, I see like five of them on mm. their bikes everywhere. <laughs> the moment I decide I want fun ice, can't see one. <laughs> then I'll see that one like at the traffic lights, and I'm praying that he comes to me before the light turns green. Then he'll appear just at the turn, and I'm trying to yeah, yeah. my window. Oh no! That's like me and phone credits. They're <laughs> everywhere when you want, when you don't want it, but then when you like need it. <laughs> when you New run out mm. and there's to nowhere to be found. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, me. <laughs> Any questions, Mr. Dunsuman? No. Well, no. Yeah. I'm just looking in the vibes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. The vibes are not for free. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, with questions. So. Oh, we have an update on Papaye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, a few months ago, when you get when you get a burger up here, two burgers, <laughs> and one of my guys was eating one, and then he finds a cockroach in it, oh. and then we go there. 
we report this. Mind you, I had eaten mine already, so <laughs> I don't know if I ate the cockroach or not. We go there, and then my guy reports and everything, like, oh, we should come the following day. And the following day, he was working, he was busy, he couldn't go. So... Why should you come again? I ah. have no idea. Like, the, the management <laughs> wanted to talk to him. So, I kept asking, like, oh, I'm busy. Like, when I get a time, I'll go. And then, when they get a month after, it was last month. It was, no, it was January. Mm-hmm. We are in February, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was last month. So, everybody has forgotten about it. Even after we've bought papaya so many times. Like, <laughs> we've eaten and then nothing. Today, go there, trying to get food and then... I don't know if it's a manager, a guy over there calls me. It's like, why did we take pictures and videos of that stuff? I was like... What? Because you can. <laughs> are you serious? What like, why are you asking me this? You? you gave us a food that has cockroach in it. And we even paid. Now you are angry. You are angry with me. Like, <laughs> I, I, I was so confused. This is why we need to all come together to speak up. Yeah. <laughs> there is a beautiful initiative called Speak Up GH mm-hmm. where all of us should use it. Just if somebody maltreats you, send a tweet mm-hmm. to Speak Up GH. Let's share this. <laughs> That's the only way they will stop putting co- cockroaches in our food. Like, right? it's, it's crazy. Like, right now, they think they can cut somebody out for like, reporting it. And I, I, I asked the guy, like, are you serious? You're like, you're asking me, and there was somebody standing behind you. That person was like, just behind like. What begging for who? He was he was begging me like like I just saw my wrist like. <laughs> you know we were standing there. I saw him call. It was like he looked like he had just been waiting for the day that Joey would we'll walk, walk back in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he looked so serious and you. I, I was really him. shocked when he was calling me. Like I, I was wondering like what's there. Like I don't have any relation with anybody. But this happens sometimes. So it's like you think finally somebody's coming up to you to give you that excuse, right? <laughs> to just like beg you. To yeah. give you a gift certificate to Something. say we were wrong, yeah. Yeah. rather yell at you. Like, <laughs> I was just looking at like, are you serious? <laughs> like, like you have social media to see the pictures, but you don't know that like. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of the reasons actually why I like to collect followers on Twitter mm-hmm. because I want people to be scared of me. Don't serve me a coat of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> And sometimes I actually tell people, I was like, will you replace this or should I tweet about it? And then if they give me attitude, I was like, don't mind. Don't mind me. I'll be standing over here. Thank you for the free white. (laughs) I actually tell the guy who it and there was a cockroach in there. Like, I actually tell him to pursue the case because what the man did was very, very off. Because we even forgot about it. Like asking somebody to come back. What kind of, you have destroyed my dinner. Uh, replace it immediately. Say you're sorry. Otherwise, oh, the video is still there. We have the video. It's yeah. even on our car day Facebook. We put it out. Like this, you're yeah. trying to kill someone. Yeah, it's cockroach. Not even a housefly. Cockroach. <laughs> I mean, who knows? A, a, a cockroach. <laughs> It's, it's not good. Well, shout out to Papaya. You played yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the Osu branch. So, whoever the MD or whoever is, you can go ask Meanwhile, him. it's losing the food itself. It's losing its. Papayanus. So, what do you think think of the KFC? They're now like a little bit everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the convenience. Yeah, I like the convenience. Mm-hmm. They are very quick. Like it shocked me the first time yeah, I walked in. I was very, just very like, <laughs> "This is my food." <laughs> <laughs> but I just ordered it. Yeah. So I don't know how long the wait was. I don't have to ask. <laughs> I mean, people from the States complain about the taste. They're like, it's different. And I've never been to the States, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I like the price. I like the convenience. 
I'll eat it but any day. Pricing is very good for you know fast food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. I actually think um, many times, I think most times I've been there, they're also very like they've trained their people well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they're very nice yeah. and they, they are very very nice. And, yeah. Um, I think that's also kudos to them because yeah. that's not easy to do. KFC yeah, KFC exactly. has like a good culture. They have like a very solid like compared to Popeye. They are they also adapting their menu to like the local because when it came before it was just the chicken chicken chicken. Now they have jollof. And then, yeah, now they have jollof, and I don't know. I think it's a good thing to. <coughs> I mean, you are international brand, but once you are in the country, you should yeah, be able to adapt, adapt to, to what the people want, and like that, that's a plus for them. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's been wonderful. No more questions? Me? No. Let's <laughs> no, have one last question. Yes. You know, that point you, know, you just the, point the, there. The I cry with the at her and then she continues. So. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do this today because you keep asking me and I don't have to do this. So I have to do this before. Okay. Poco, I cry with you. No! No, you do it first. Let me ask Poco. Let me ask Poco. That's what I meant. No, you do it. Today wait, you wait, do wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. Now, I'm Swedish. You have to, like, train me well. So that's... Okay. So we say I cry with you. Minus... Everybody for chop. Okay. So you know, it's that so, so, okay, so you have to help the Swedish lady now with one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. you, it's you, you and in Accra. Accra, Accra. Here, so, <laughs> so you are in Accra. Someone is like, you are in Accra. Uh, <laughs> what, what do you think? Like, straight up, shoot. Accra we did. Oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure you're in Accra. <laughs> no, actually, yeah, that's, I, I just it around. People always ask you, are you sure? About things. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes you say your name and people say, "Are you sure?" Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> so, Bogwa, you can't dodge today. No way. Bogwa, I can't with you. I told you. No, Bogwa, I can't with you. Ah. <laughs> so, we're close here. We're close. 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 We're